ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Sensu Brewcast, the voice of Sensu Craft. Although, you know that, you clicked on it, you subscribed to it. It doesn't make sense that I tell you what show you're listening to every single week, but here we are again. I'm telling you that you're listening to the greatest Cincinnati beer podcast because I think I'm still the only Cincinnati beer podcast. There are other podcasts in Cincinnati about beer, but... Um, Nobody dives in the way we do here on the Brewcast. Uh, I've been thinking about doing the show for a very long time. Um, the world around us has erupted into flames and made it very difficult to do anything. Um, but here we are. We're at Cincy Brewing Company. Um, before we dive in, I want to thank all of you for making this show happen because uh, those of you who have gone to thegnarlygnome.com slash support that's how all of this kind of clicks into gear and keeps keeps pumping along. So thank you for supporting the show. And if you want to support the show, that's where you go to do it. But that's neither here nor there right now. We're at Cincy Brewing Company. Um, there, there is a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, Rob, welcome to the show. Thank hey. you very much for taking a few moments out of your day. No, I appreciate it. Um, appreciate all the support that you've given us since we've opened. So. <clears throat> and I'm, you know, really happy to be doing this. Um, you know, hey, fans out there, support Gnarly Gnome. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, before we do anything else, we need to dive in and we just need to start drinking some beer because yeah. that's what the whole point of doing a, uh, a beer podcast is. From the beer fridge. That's our segment. <laughs> when we started the show, all of our episodes were done in studio. We had an actual beer fridge and we would just kind of pull stuff out of it and drink it. Not what we do anymore. We're drinking off the taps and uh, no, all right, so very cool. So, a quick question for you: You said yeah. you're the only uh, podcast uh, podcast in Cincinnati. That- I think. <laughs> um, what about like throughout America? Like, do people do this a lot? Or oh yeah, there are, there are a lot of beer podcasts. There are a lot of locally focused beer podcasts. It's a uh, you know podcast when when we started this um, six ish years ago, something like that. Um, none of us really knew a whole lot about what a podcast really was and how to how to do it. It's exploded there. You can, yeah. you can go into a lot of big cities now, and if you want to know about their beer scene, you just find that local podcast, and you download a few episodes and listen to what's going on, and, and it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll through. I've got a whole yeah. uh, flight sitting in front of me here. Um, we'll just, we'll start light and easy. We'll start with the right, right stuff. Um, this is a light ale. Um, this yeah. is, this is the beer when, uh, you should probably start thinking about going home, but you just want one more <laughs> 3.8%. This is, uh, um, this is, I drink a lot of beers like this. This is, mm-hmm. um, this is when I go out something that I would kind of lean into because you, know, I, you don't always want the. The Ez, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about the idea of um, putting something light in uh, easy drinking. And uh, well, I think it's just kind of one of those things that you're required to have these days. I mean, we're trying to. So I think like a majority of craft brewing, and I'm could be speaking out my butt right now. So I, we I, all I, are. I, right, right, right. So <clears throat> like what I've noticed a lot about craft brewing is in uh, you know IPAs is kind of like the big thing. I think that, you know, people have definitely expanded their palate. Um, you know, people, that was like the hipster thing to drink right. or whatever. And 
but we needed, you know, we need to expand our crowd, expand our clientele. And so we wanted to have something a little bit lighter, something that's not super heavy, not super hoppy. And um, the original plan was to do, uh, we were, we did a build, we we made a Belgian and that was going to be, we were just going to kind of cut that in half. And we ended up coming up with something like this, which uh, is a little bit lighter. It was kind of, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's fantastic. And um, our, our brewer, Nick is, friggin' amazing um he's uh really kind of stepped up his game on a lot of these because these are kind of unique brews it's not quite a light beer but at the same time it's a lighter beer if i can say that yeah i mean it's, there's still there's still flavor there there's yeah. still body there there's still something going mm-hmm. on that keeps you interested in it it's not just right beer flavored you know a lot of people um kind of want a little bit of a lighter beer something that's just you're right. That's not gonna that they can have maybe one or two of, as opposed to you know some of our. our I'm thinking ass. more like four or five. Of, but. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. <laughs> my, my point is, you know what? If you want to come here and drink ten of them, I'm happy with that. <laughs> you just, know, just don't drive home. <laughs> as as the weather warms up, people yeah. start hanging out on the patio and baking in the sun, and uh, you know, like you you want something that you can just put Sip back. On. You know, if that makes like you just you just want to drink beer. There's there's something about just sitting and drinking that we're, you know, if you're spending all this time chasing, you know, the biggest ABV or the the the, the most hoppy this or biggest this, like it, you you miss out on this idea of just sitting down and drinking beer with people. And this is a uh, a perfect. I just yeah. want to sit down and drink beer. Yeah, beer. I mean, our idea is to have something for everybody. That's right. what we're trying to get to. I think with two years being able to have a lineup the way we have it, um, we're I think we're ahead of the curve, and you know part of that was where we started. Um, <clears throat> with so, our, so let's 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 yeah. dive into the story. All right, let's let's. I, I thought we were doing all the beers first. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I guess we got time th- throughout the show. <laughs> oh, we're okay. gonna we're gonna. <laughs> um, so the, the story itself. How did this happen? This w- this was your idea. Like that's. The story that I've heard? Sort of. So basically the way this kind of came about is I started bartending at another brewery. Um, I had gotten out of the army and just kind of wanted to chill out and do something. And, um, you know, I bartended. I got friends with the owners. And Thank un- you for your service, by the way. Uh, well, you know, I appreciate the support. Um, I, and like I said, I was like a chair-born guy, you know, desk, desk paper. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, service I, I, service. yeah, so I just wanted to be able to um, – kind of sit relax and th- great product amazing beer at that place and um you want to shout them out uh yeah you know it was a uh, tap and screw brewery um they had a few issues um we decided to go into business together after that kind of shut down it was kind of last minute because the way that it all kind of came about and i said you know let's uh rebrand let's come up with something new and um we came up, I came up with the idea since he brewing. I was like, you brew, I'll, I'll put uh, some money in. We had the equipment. And uh, that's how we kind of started. It was a little bit slow going. I moved away. I was supposed to be kind of more of the silent partner. Just, I just wanted to be able to come back and drink. And I put a lot of faith in, uh, you know, my, right. and I found uh, two, uh, another partner, uh, Brian, who I'm hoping will join I'm us. I'm hoping soon. he makes it. Yeah, I, I texted him. I, I might have texted him too late, so this is kind of my fault. He'll probably punch me in the face <laughs> later, but whatever. Um, so, it, you know, uh, he had come in. He had been 
there. And he always talked about wanting to be involved in the brewing business. So I reached out to him as well. Um, we kind of came up with this idea. Um, I found the graphic artist come up with the Cincy Brewing. Um, I think we had a good logo. We had a good idea. Um, we found uh, the old Rivertown place. We thought it would be kind of plug and play. A little bit more challenging <laughs> than that. Whoops. <laughs> Seemed, all of this seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, so, you know, we had our challenges starting up. We managed to get started. Uh, one of our previous partner wanted to part ways and, you know, wish him the best of luck on his ways um, and, you know, future endeavors. And uh, we found another. We were really lucky. We found um, uh, Randy down at uh, Wooden Cask who helped us kind of get our feet, you know, keep, keep afloat while we were, uh, you know, kind of struggling to figure out who, who, we, who we are, who, what our identity is going to be. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how that started. And um, so, that's kind of where we, and then we found another brewer, Nick, who had been helping us out. I had found him. He's been, he's an engineer by trade. Um, and, uh, you know, he had been a home brewer a little bit. I'm just like, do you want to take over? And, you know, he fixed our systems, kind of like cleaned the equipment, made sure, like there was a lot of problems that I didn't know about. Right. I'm like, dude, I, I got no more money. <laughs> Let's, do you want to just be a part of the business? And so we've been really fortunate to find the right people. Um, and then Brittany, you know, kind of came on from the marketing piece. So all the like, really cool stuff you see on Facebook and Instagram. And making sure there's gluten-free pizza crust. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, she does more than that. She, like, does a lot of our operations. And, right. Um, you know, keeps making sure that our bartenders are paid. <laughs> Which is important. Look, I'm just going to say this. I don't know. Am I allowed to say things? Like, women are just more organized than men. They're very multitasking. And, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how we came about. And, you know, it's kind of been more of a, hobby albeit an expensive hobby but we want we're trying to professionalize this a little bit more we you know and we we've had our setbacks but at the same time we keep bouncing back so what know. has i mean clearly it's hard to take the last year of you know craft beer as <laughs> any kind of representation of what things actually are like but what are some of the things that coming into this um kind of caught you off guard that uh um so I think the biggest hurdles have been um, trying to manage it from a, a distance. That was right. that was always difficult. Um, but I've had really good people that I've been able to rely on. So like, I'm very fortunate for Brian. Brittany is like amazing. And he just walked in. He, I think he's he's set, he's he's, he's over there. He's just setting up uh, some of the no worries things. Um, but the community's been great. Really supportive of us. Shout out to Lincoln Heights, Lachlan, Redding. Well, you, you know. You talk about this space and, you know, it being the former Rivertown space, which, you know, when you talk about former brewery was here, they left, they, whatever. That's in, right. in, in the grand scheme of craft beer. That's and you that's know what? a dime they, a dozen. They've been, they've been supportive too. But that doesn't kind of, that doesn't encapsulate what this space was to a lot of people. Right. You know, there's thir- there, you've got Third Eye right down the street now. Mm-hmm. But that didn't exist before. Like there was this pocket of people who got used to having this place since you know two thousand nine was when Rivertown opened here. Yeah, this was this was people's people's refuge. It was here before 
craft beer was a thing in Cincinnati. And so right. like when, when Rivertown left, it left a hole. And when you guys announced that you were moving into the space, I think that there were a lot of people that were like, Oh my God, yes. Like finally we have, we have this place that, that we can, we can call home again. Yeah. So then COVID happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean like the, the, the other challenge is like, you know, dealing with, you have to deal with the state, you have to deal with the municipality, you have to right. deal with feds and like, they all have their different rules. They don't all talk to each other. So like, that was kind of a big challenge, like the licensing, getting your liquor permit, liquor license, trying to do everything right. And you're just like, you know, I, I can see why it would be a struggle for people to come into this, this business. It's, there's a lot of hurdles. And once again, Brittany, like, I mean, we, we were doing a lot of stuff, but she managed to get stuff back on track. And <laughs> I mean, she's, she's small, but mighty. So... <laughs> Um, so, you you know, like, um, it's one of those things where I, th- I think that's like the biggest, I, I see that as the biggest hurdle is the regulatory challenges. But, you know, I, I think that's a lot of small businesses. And, um, that's, that's crazy to me though, that in, in the middle of 2020, 2021, that that was the biggest hurdle. Like, well, that, you guys, this is before 2020. Sure, sure. Right. Like, I I don't know if you, like, maybe, you know, when we do a show here in, you know, we'll say, we'll say five years, 10 Mm -hmm. years. And I sit down and I say, you know, look back at how you guys started. You're going to look back at like the hurdle of, you know, getting people out into a tap room as the hurdle. (laughs) You know, it was, it was hard getting started, but like, (laughs) you know, this 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 world is is chaos right now and like the fact that you guys were able to start up and that you've been able to push through that like there are there are people that were uh we'll say much more um prepared maybe coming into this that that are hurting really bad right now there's places that have closed places that have been open for a very long time that have that have not been able to fight their way through this you guys are still, you're still making this thing happen, and yeah. So I mean, like I said, I mean, this is a labor of love, and we've got a lot of people helping us out. Very little compensation, right? In some cases, <coughs> maybe losing a lot of money, <laughs> right? But but that being said, I mean, here's the thing: like a lot of those places, they had a plan, and they were executing those plans very well. None of this is their fault. This is you know a black swan event, and. Um, you know, I, I feel terrible because I think not even just the crapper, but a lot of people lost their livelihoods. And, you, you know, it, it's hard for me when I hear people, it's like, well, you know, they're doing, they're shutting down for the greater good and like putting people, in, it's like, you know, they don't have to go to work, like, you know, have somebody pay for them. Oh, they should pay, but money's not just the only thing about it. It's like, this is for a lot of people, this was their dream and this was their, this was their shot and they went for it. And I respect anybody regardless of, you know, how they handled it and you know what happened. Like they went for this and they, they took a shot and the people would be kind of, I want to say dismissive, but kind of minimizing that pact that the money's not the only thing. Right. I think that was, I think that just added to the cruelty of this a little bit. Sure. I mean, it, people don't respect when they, especially with a craft brew, because there are so many. Mm-hmm we get used to them just existing 
Yeah. And like when you sit down at that, you know, that bar, you forget that this was somebody that maybe was a home brewer for the years that decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make this leap or somebody that. But not even know, that. It's like they were an engineer at this big company. Right. They were making six figures and they're like, well, I'm going to take this leap. I've saved up all my money. I, I could put it into retirement. I could keep this. I could go 20 years. Yeah. But I want to take this one chance because I don't want to live with any regrets. And they did that. And I'm not even just saying for the crap brewery, but especially crap brewery. Small business, yeah. though. It's like, you know, and people, I feel, and I feel like a lot of people had a good appreciation of it, but I feel like, you know, there was a mixed reaction where people just talked about it in monetary terms. And I, I think there's just more to that. So there's, there's a lot more to it. Like, you know, this, we live in this world right now where I think, I think small business and entrepreneurship and, and doing your thing is definitely um, regarded higher than it was maybe, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years. Like, I, th- I feel like we're in this, this really great time for people to, to reach out and try to do their thing. However, we're also in this time where all of a sudden – um, we'll say, you know, the man or whatever yeah. it is can just reach out and say, fuck you and just smack that aside and, and, and make that really, really difficult to, to keep doing. And that's it. Yeah. We're, 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 we're going down a, a different path right. here, but, but I, I, I guess my, my whole point about but it that's, is, that is the world that you guys right. are now in Operating the middle in. of. Exactly. And you know, it is hard when, you know, it's like, well, the government should take care of you and, you know, should be able to live on that and they should compensate you for that. I'm like, but the money's not the only thing. Right. And the other thing, too, is, like, we're trying to support a community here. Like, you know, craft brewery, part of the awesome thing about this is craft breweries really bring in a lot of business. Sure. And, like, a lot to the community. Like, I don't know if you know about the history of Lincoln Heights, but, um, and there's a great article in The Atlantic, if you ever get a chance, I think it came out about a year ago. It really went in depth to the history here. And this is a great community. Every, you know, we, we do fundraisers here. We support the Lincoln Heights movement here. Like, we're really trying to be a part of the community. And then to be able to have people kind of come and to be able to not be able, you know, we're doing everything we can to keep alive because we want them to build around us. I mean, right. business-wise, it makes sense, of course, right? But at the same time, it's like, what fun is it if you don't have people coming here drinking? Right, right. <laughs> So um, yeah. speaking of drinking, let's, sure. let's dive into another beer before we um, yeah, yeah, yeah. ask some of the other questions. Absolutely. Um, the Valley, this is a wheat ale. Yes. Uh, so 4% again falls right in line where we're kind of working our way up here, guys. We'll get yeah. there. Um, but I forgot to, you know, mention like the right stuff. Ale. Part of that is, is this is where the Wright brothers used to have uh, one of their airplane plants, like actually right down the street. Right. So, you know, we're trying to tap into the history of not just Cincinnati, but also like the Lachlan. And the Valley area, which is this is named after, so it's a little bit weedy. Yeah, it, it again it steps up that that body a little bit, gives you something a little bit, um, a little bit sweeter, a little bit fruitier than yeah. the uh, than the right stuff, but still light, easy drinking. I, I feel like so far I'm just ready for summertime with both <laughs> of those beers. I'm ready for some kind of. So we're recording this on opening day, and if any of you guys remember opening day, it was you know. A week ago, so hopefully, or less than a week ago, hopefully you remember it. It's 
snowed and it was cold and it was miserable. <laughs> and um, hopefully now you're baking in the sun thinking, oh yeah, that sounds, that sounds good right now. It's 70 and sunny. <laughs> um, so no, I, I dig but, this one a lot. So I always find it's like opening day is always one of those. It's always cold and miserable. Like my first, I only went to one opening day game ever. It was 1996, I think. And it was like, it was cold. It was miserable. And the umpire died. <laughs> I'm like, God, that's, that's, why? <laughs> welcome to Cincinnati. That's you know, first, how, uh, you know, it's, umpires die, <laughs> COVID. No, whatever. We, we were talking about that earlier about how just Cincinnati sports in general. Yeah. How, you know, you can never quite get over that, that little hump. Like there's always hope that things are going to be amazing. And then it's always close. But yeah. just never quite get, get never quite gets right where you need it to be. But so, um, this beer gets right where I need it yeah, to be. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's, bit fru- it's, it's a little bit fruity, yeah, but not overwhelming. So one of the big questions, yeah. um, going to you know conversations I've had with people when I talk about Cincy Brewing Company, um, contract brewing. So you talked about Randy down at Wooden Cask. You guys, when you were going through your transition, you had them make some of your beers. You had some of their guest beers on tap here. Mm -hmm. And there is still a lot of people that don't understand that you guys make your own beer. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) that's the other thing, too, is we're still working on a brew room. Um, I'll just be honest, like keeping it up to, I mean, you have to understand, like keeping that stuff up to date, you know, squared away, making sure it's it's operating and it's operating at a speed where we're trying to make a lot of beer quickly. We're trying to do it safely. Um, you know, we're, we're big in making sure that our stuff is in quality wise. So safety, quality, and, um, you know, making sure a good product and like, we're still figuring out a lot of our systems. Like some of, and while we're doing it, it's kind of like a work in progress. So we haven't really opened the door a lot. We don't, we show people our equipment and our setup, not a big deal, but we're trying to making sure that once we have like the full setup, like more picturesque, like if right. you go down to like right. our buddies at Nine Giant, they're, you know, like it's, it's fantastic. You get the guy good system. Lights on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the space is a challenge in itself. And so we're still working on like some, some of the electrical stuff and, you know, some of the stuff from the area. So, we, you know, we're trying to make sure that before we show anybody, we want to really put out the best picture but yeah we, we absolutely brew to everything make your here. own beer though. yeah absolutely <laughs> like and that's that's something that i still think a lot of people don't understand it. and i don't i don't know why that is i don't know if it's just i don't know if it's a combination of maybe some of the uh the rivertown issues uh throughout the years that some people kind of but they make their beer too. Yeah, but you know, you know, just speaking in broader terms. Oh, okay. The, the 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 issues that Rivertown has had over the years, that some of the issues that maybe Tap and Screw had over their lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the fact that you guys are in this space with the Tap and Screw equipment, and you started out, you know, with with the Tap and Screw. I don't know if some of that is what has kind of almost put people on maybe on guard for what this place is. I, I well I think does that makes sense. Yeah. So we haven't really found our identity yet and we're working on it. So like part of the other reason we keep the um, brewing stuff out in that so it's a little bit more cramped there. I guess is right. really what the issue is. It's like 
there's it's just there's not a lot of room to bring a lot of people back there and we just, so we're working on that we're going to probably move some of the stuff out so people can kind of see what we're doing right. we're hoping to put a window back there right. now that we had the incident with the, our food truck <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about that too um and um uh yeah so there um we're working on that, but the idea was to be able to really use this space well because we haven't come up with a good bottling canning plan yet. We're working, that's our next step. Right. And it's become a little bit more complicated because all the equipment is kind of unavailable because basically that's the idea of everybody else too. <laughs> well, you know, in addition to... But we were, so we were going to use this as an event space and we've had a wedding here. We've done uh, dinners here. We've had charity events here. Um, and so we want to make sure we're utilizing the space very well. So unfortunately, right. we've sacrificed a little bit of... It's a very difficult space right. to use. Well. I mean, that's that's the charm of it. And anybody who remembers when Rivertown was here, yeah, it was part of what made, you know, that tour in that space. And that, you know, yeah. part of what made it was is just like, oh my God, how did, how did you manage to cram this here and this here and make all of this yeah. work? <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, and, you know, we... Um, trying to do a few more things we've had food trucks here and uh the cool thing is like it's, it's funny because i manage a little bit of sometimes the social media and respond to some of the responses right. but somebody's like where's the food truck i don't see them it's inside right and i'm like it's at the brewery and they're like where because it was at the beginning of covid so people didn't want to when we were finally allowed to open up people are still hesitant about coming in right we just couldn't comprehend that the food truck <laughs> <laughs> it's like the files are in the computer <laughs> so for anybody uh, assuming that there is somebody that listens to the show that has not been here or mm-hmm. been to this space in any of its, you know, uh, life, uh, space. <laughs> you know, when you, when you walk in the space, you know, kind of behind what was river towns tap room is, is event space. Mm-hmm. And in the very back, there is a, a, a garage door. There's no thing. And food trucks can just pull up right there. It becomes part of, the tap room essentially yeah. becomes they can actually come in it. the tap room we have enough that's that we, we had them inside the so you know like if it's cold outside right it's, people don't have to go outside yeah well <laughs> um so you know we were really grateful for the food truck doing things and I, you know we just there was an accident um nobody it was not their fault it was nobody's fault um it was just a defective a defective part there An explosion yeah from from what I, so i don't know how i haven't so there was a propane tank in the truck that they used when they're in other places and we i mean we've got over six thousand square feet so it's like we shouldn't i guess the thing is is they had i guess a defective canister or something right and we're not really sure but so that's up to oh you're fine yeah, you're fine. Yeah, are you going to come and join or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> sorry, we're, we're operating. Sorry. Uh, you know, uh, music trivia at 7 o'clock every night. Come down in uh, Cincy Brewing, Chevrolet. <laughs> That's right. Music trivia is fun. Uh, can socially distance, got 6,000 square feet. And I think that's the way we're going to kind of, we've been trying to market ourselves, but it's difficult to get people who really want to come back out. And I'm, you know, I'm hopeful. We're close to a point. I, I, you know, and I, we've been saying that for God knows how long, but I feel like we're close to a point where people are starting to get vaccinated, get to the point where they're comfortable getting back out of the house. They're they're they're, they're ready to kind of explore 
I hate saying the new normal, but what it means to go somewhere and socially distance and Absolutely. try to try, try to do this the right way. And you know, like I think we're we're in a we're in a fortunate spot where we can do a lot in this space because we've got that space. And um, you know, if we move the brewing equipment outside, which would be great because we could show people more, it wouldn't be in a cramped area that just maybe right. isn't the best um, place to do that. The issue is, is um, we gotta get. We won't, you know, that that takes up a little bit more space. It could add more character, could not. But we want to be able to utilize this space as as well as we can. I think making it as COVID friendly, you know, making sure that people are going to socially distance because I think people just aren't going to want to socially distance in general from now on. I'm I'm curious how long that'll last. Um, you know, the people experiencing the again the the new normal which i hate as a term because i, I feel like you know we will get, trademark it I, but i feel like <laughs> i feel like we will get back to the way things were before and i just i i don't know when and i don't know how we get to that but um the way the world is right now is not the no. new normal to me it's no, gosh, it's no. a step no. <laughs> getting getting back to it right right um brian yes welcome to the show thank you um, you know, we're, we're, we're telling the story of Cincy Brewing Company. Um, we're telling the story of how, uh, you guys do make your own beer, despite what people, you know, like uh, to, uh, to tell me when I talk to them about what you guys are doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, 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 uh, we make our own beer. We, we got the assist, uh, struggling with the coffee stuff a little bit from Randy. And after that, and uh, we got Nick going, and once he got used to the system, we were good to go. And and uh, we're excited. He's getting better every time he brews. That's uh, that's what I think is fun. I, you know, I there is something. Not that when you guys opened your doors, your beer was bad. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. But I will say that every time I have, and I was here the day you guys opened the tap room, mm-hmm. and I've been here many times since then. And every time I come in, the beer is better. But there's something that's fun about. I know that that's probably not the right way to 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 approach a, a brewery. Like I know that that's probably wrong, but I really enjoy watching people along that journey. Yeah. I like I like watching a space progress. I like watching it get more comfortable and then yeah. figure out how to use a space. I like seeing the beer get better and seeing yeah. them get more comfortable with with who they are. Like all those things make me fall in love with a brewery and right. I, I you guys are you guys are on this path that i think is setting you up to be a place that people can really fall in love with and really feel like it is their space and that 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 thing that they can latch on to yeah yeah and I, I don't know what he said earlier but I, I <laughs> it's all bad we just you. we just <laughs> talked about you the whole time mostly just talk shit yeah. we're allowed to curse on this right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, good so, <laughs> the internet I, I give credit to you know we we decided to well we we asked nick if he wanted to brew and and i, I just knew the person who was that he would go all in and, and you know we sit and talk and i brew with him and as he tries to perfect things and, and get him to where he wants them. And, and he's very anal. He's clean and he's precise. And we're here, you know, eight and a half, nine hours. And we enjoy doing it. So, um, the other reason we don't have people back there, it's like, we don't want to <laughs> right. mess with Nick stuff. Right. And, you right, know, right. So he's kind of, you know, I have to hone him in a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, we've had fun with it. We talk about, 
next beers and i'm like it's it's like okay what's next you know we're we're, we're talking about cream now and it's like, eh, you know getting towards the warmer weather i think things will pick up with people getting shots oh, yeah. and, you know um so keep get another lighter beer you know 8.8 might scare some people <laughs> at some point but um uh you know we've had a blast with it and and it, it's been it's been fun and, and just getting there and trying more things and him getting more comfortable in the equipment uh, he'd never brewed on that scale before. Right. So, and he wasn't the initial three beers he had when we opened the door. That wasn't Nick. Right. So everything else, Lincoln Heights was, I believe, the first thing we did on down. So that I think he, he's done a pretty good job with. And, uh, you know, if we find something we don't see finished, we try to finish it the next time we brew it. Right. You know, so. Uh, well, and that's the way it, sh- it should always be this progression yes. and this, this, this growth. I mean, there's, maybe there's different, Maybe there's different types of breweries. Maybe there's those places, be it Rheingeist or Madrid, whoever it is, who they're they're a machine at this point. You expect when a beer comes out, it's gonna be this thing that is designed to hit shelves and and that's not always what I want as a drinker. Like sometimes I want that progression of stuff. I want to taste something as as somebody is figuring it out almost. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like um I feel like smaller places enable um, enable you to become part of that story and that that progression. And I, I I don't know that everybody agrees with me when I say that. And then there's probably some people yelling at their uh, their phone or however you listen to your podcast right now. We should drink another beer. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll let you talk to Brian for a minute. I'm gonna go grab another beer. Do yeah, you want you uh, yeah, yeah, four locks. Four locks. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's do um, uh, Matt Anthony, the Red IPA. Could, could he start his thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hey, fine. Bobby. Bobby. Go ahead. Go ahead, start. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's all new to me. It's it's a learning curve from the, the, the uh, operational side as well. You know, so you, you did you get to taste the Bach yet? Yeah, that's. I think I sent you, gotta, a, message, yeah, <laughs> sent you a message on on Instagram about that we had it. I remember we were here discussing it, but um, um, the the things like the Bach and uh, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, the, the the Bach. So I got messages. So you guys have it on tap in Hamilton at yeah. Casual Pint yeah. too. Andy reached out to me right away and said, "Dude, you gotta." get up here because i live in fairfield i'm okay. closer okay. there than yeah. i am here it's like you got to get up here and try this beer because he was with me when we came on the opening day and he said you've got to get up here and try this beer because it's fantastic yeah. and it is we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves talking about the bach when i'm drinking the ipa but um it's a really really good bach beer there are a lot of not so good Bach beers that have come out in Cincinnati this year or other years. It's impressive to be able to do what you guys have done with that beer. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. fantastic. Um, when you talk about trying to create the next thing, the next beer, how does that process go? Is it, you know, is it Nick saying, Hey, I, think we should do this is it is it you come and say hey people are asking about this how does that happen so uh, one thing about nick is he's not a trendy guy 
and, and uh, you know, you, you look at him and say, put fruit in the berries. Don't look at you like you're crazy. Right. Like, and uh, uh, so we talk that while we're brewing, you know, or whatever, like, okay, we ought to do try or, or try to do whatever next. You know, we know warmer months are coming on and, and um, warmer months and things are coming on so we can get a little bit lighter, you know, get, get a little bit lighter under the, uh, you know, under, under the scope of it. So, and that's kind of, it's just conversation. Like, what about this and this or try to, so just no, just get close to your microphone. Oh, my bad. Just no, you're fine right now. Just, <laughs> it's just you makes know, my life easier when yeah, I edit. It's a trial and error. I, I drink, you know, I'm a, I'm a big casual pint of guy, and I'll I go and I try things. It's a good beer. I wonder if we not make that beer, but something off the cusp of that. Right. Know, I'll come back and talk to Nick. Like, hey, you know, I just had such and such here. You know, let me try or, or think about this, and he'll either will or won't put together a recipe. So right. Um, they kind of two pieces of it, and we, you know, we discuss it and kind of, you know, things that he's still comfortable with and go with it, you know, and, and he goes all in on it. So, uh, you guys, so far from everything that I've seen and that I'm seeing here, you stick pretty, pretty tight to traditional styles. You're not, you're not going crazy with any kind of, you know, cereal, <laughs> lactose, this, this thing. Um, is that who you guys are or is that just part of the progression into something else or do you know uh, like talk to nick and where we're gonna go i mean right now we're just trying to make sure we have an established lineup and i think we've got to making sure that we can keep all of our taps filled and you know i think refining making sure that we have a really solid product and everything is the most important thing and i think you would agree on that right yeah yeah we want to have a baseline up maybe he'll get to a point where and i, I kind of he's the creative guy so you know it's his science and i yeah. I, I want him to you know when he may come one day and say hey you know, i found all this lucky charms what the hell are we going to do with it yeah. i don't know if he's that creative but, <laughs> but i do know that he will do uh uh things we we've, we've discussed for for the fall you know uh getting a couple barrels doing mm -hmm. some barrel aged stuff you know uh, a, a blonde coffee it may be in the running here soon. Yeah. So, uh, some things that he's comfortable. He wants to challenge himself too, you know, without getting crazy. Right. Uh, so, and, and you know, I think you need to have a good. There's a lot of places in town where I like the place. I, I, I like all of them, but I'll go in and I won't necessarily like you, the beer. You walk in and you're like, oh man, yes. none of this is what I was hoping was right. going to be on right. tap right, right now. Give me a lager. Give me a, right. a good IPA. You know, I don't necessarily need. Some fruit in it, you know, or right. some. I just want a good IPA, good solid, not overly hoppy IPA. You, you know? know, like my my go-to about this, and I used to talk about this a lot, is you know we just don't want to be a bunch of hipsters in tight pants and overgrown beers. You know, just throwing up a bunch of hops and just to see <laughs> yeah. how much we can. You know, you know what I mean? It's right. like. The idea is to make something that's drinkable and make something for everybody that everybody is. We want to bring as many people in as possible, right? Because this is a community-based type of business. Well, you, you build that foundation. Exactly. And, enables, and then we can do a little bit more. It enables the, the the beer that maybe that guy in tight pants with the beard wants or is yelling I mean, no, about. No, no, we want the, the guy with the tight pants <laughs> and the beard, but we just don't want to only cater to him. But if you, if you have that solid foundation, it enables you to kind of 
branch out from time to time and do some of that other stuff. But without that foundation, right, um, none of that other stuff is possible. Right. And I think like with the expansion of home brewing, I think we've got a lot more people who come in with a big foundation already. It's just the way we've evolved. We never had that foundation. We had to change very quickly and change our model. So you guys are seeing us fix our foundation right. in, in live time, which I think is pretty unique to this place. And you're sure. not going to really see that in a lot of other places. Oh, crap. Sorry. Stupid so, microphone. You're, you're fine. So far, it's, we're, we're good. You see, I'm going to turn you by trade. So, like, I'm used to, like, booming my voice out without using the microphone. Sorry. You'll you'll be amazed when you listen back that, like, all of the music that you're hearing is yeah. not there. <laughs> um, it kind of is a good background for this whole thing, right? Yeah, right. Right. Entertainment. So, tell me, you know, when you guys came into this, I'm sure you had a vision of what this was going to be. And here we are today, and this is different. Um, what are some of the things that uh, caught you off guard with what, what this is? This, this industry, I guess. This. Well, and I mean, I, you know, I've run a business. Uh, some of the, some of the, I wouldn't even say the rules. I, I would say the, the uh, parameters that are set that can make it a little more complicated than, than you want it to be. Right. And I mean, that's just part of the growth. I, I, and back to the story I was trying to tell about the box. So, you know, we put them all in kegs. Well, you know, Andy says to me, I, I want a six. I'm like, you had them, uh, 8.8 .8 beer, snifter, you're getting 10 ounces, you're not getting the full, you know, right. 16 ounce pour. And I'm like, and I told Nick, I said, so now, and especially the bigger beers, we need to, and, and adapting to as we distribute a little bit, these restaurants that are been around for years, they don't have these big walk-ins. Right. Can't, they can't handle the, a keg. You know, they want <laughs> sixes. And I'm like, so every time we do a beer, we're going to have to do, you know, three to four sixes for uh, 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 the barbecue place over here in Wyoming and some other places. Uh, like, station. Yeah, Strong's Pizza and places like that where they're walking to walk in. I'm like, yeah, this cake's taking up half their damn walk right. just one cake, you know? So just to kind of go back, we, we talked a little bit about, like, the hardest thing about starting a business and starting this type of business are the rules and, like, all the inspections and permitting yeah. that you have to do. But, like, just to give you a good story and example, like, I had to explain to the state of Ohio that this was not Lachlan, Ohio. This is Cincinnati, Ohio, just by the address. But they're like, no, it's Lachlan, Ohio. I'm like, well, I know it's Lachlan, Ohio, but like <laughs> it comes out and like they just couldn't comprehend. And I'm like, but because anywhere you do, you pop up the zip code, it's Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, right. But they're like, this is the city of Lachlan. I'm like, well, I guess it is kind of the city of Lachlan, but <laughs> you wouldn't use that as your mailing address. And they're like, and if I, I'm like, well, if I put that as my mailing address, it won't come to us. Right. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But it's because the inspector here, that's how he recognizes it. Right. Or how he identifies, like, the different areas that he controls. Because, you know, they have a hard job. They've got so many of these things and very few of them. But, you know, it's just like little things and I'm sending back, like the permit back and forth. I'm trying to call them. And the ladies there up there are very nice, actually. Like for everybody kind of craps on government employees. But I'm like, hey, can you help me out? Oh, absolutely. We get, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm brand new. I'm like just trying to get everything squared away. So, you know, like it, it's little it's little stories like that where it's just a little frustration. I can see why people would want to quit quickly. Sure. Like it's, it, it, I mean, it sounds like a nightmare sometimes trying to trying to navigate all of the red tape oh, and the, the hoops you have started. to jump through don't get me started um, it's 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 almost and with all of us being 
kind of doing this part time. I mean, I'm 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 probably here more than most, but uh, you learn though. I mean, it's just life. That's business. That's what you do, and you figure it out. Like right. it's kind of a you know a, 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 again from my operational standpoint to to keeping things up to up to par for the firefighters for the you know it, it's it's tough but yeah figure it out right right, right, right. if it was easy everybody be doing it so it's part of the 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 game almost of all of this and part of what makes it fun and and when you look back in 10 years and you look at this it's like oh yeah that was that was hilarious do you remember when we had to to deal with this 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 shit right right right. are you Um, so four locks lager is my next one i'm drinking obviously you know we're in the city of Lockland. <laughs> right, right. you know the the idea of the locks that used to exist here that's where the name comes from uh the beer itself what is it six and a half six seven six seven, six, yeah. seven. um it, it it takes it takes that you know idea of a nice easy drinking lager Holds on to that, but kicks it up to the next level a little bit. Yeah. We want something that uh, so, has a little more. So there was a little story behind that. The first time we brewed it, uh, we, we ended up like we, all of our beers were 5.0. And I was kind of uh, not complaining at all, but I was, I was getting on Nick like, everything's 5 up here, dude. Like, right. And, like, all right. So he turned the logger up, you know, and he's like, it's 6.7. And I uh, would tell a funny story about this. This was on tap at Casual Pine Oakley. And uh, you know Jill at all? No, okay, no, I don't. The, the girl that owns it. So she walks in, and she's a good friend and very helpful. And she light side of the board, middle, big stuff. Go know? to Casual Pine and buy uh, four locks. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so she she uh, she looks at it and I hand it to her. She's writing it on a board. She's like six point seven. Come on, Brian. Like she was thinking totally five, four, eight, yeah. you know, and I'm like, eh. like it doesn't drink six, seven. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's no good. <laughs> it, that that is um. It's smooth. It's like, as of right now, and we'll leave the Bach out of it because I haven't mentioned that I've been drinking that too. But um, this is my favorite one so far. This is this is awesome. Yeah. It good. it drinks really really light and it goes down easy, but. Um, it's got that little bit of the, the alcohol brings almost like some sweetness that backs up the, the sweet malt. That's, right. a, that's a good beer. Yeah, thank you. That's a really well done beer. Thank you. Um, there are places around town that are much bigger than you guys that would love to have a beer like that on tap right now. Thank you. That's thank awesome. You. Um, what right now today, what scares you guys about the craft beer industry? Because it's 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 crazy right now. It's it's weird. It's crazy. It's unfamiliar um, for everybody. So I think if you well, the cool thing about I think the Cincinnati craft beer community is that everybody is so supportive. Um, you don't get a lot of. Are uh, they? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody. If you reach out and well, you, you're shorter ingredient or or you know what what uh, uh what Randy did for us. Because Nick had never been on a system outside of home brewing, and he came in and he didn't brew with us. He just talked us through it a little bit, work on this, this, and this, and we got it, and we went. I mean, he didn't have to do that. He right. drove up here on a Saturday, and and and, and I've, I've found everything to be like that. Um, yeah, but, like the people down in uh, by Xavier. What's that? Sorry, down by Xavier Listerman. Yeah, Listerman, fantastic. Like you know. We, we, yeah. we we're, we're missing parts or, you know, ingredients and just run down there and right. helpful as all they could be. 
And, you know, we needed a beer to put extra on tap when we're still, you know, trying to figure it out, reorganize right. and uh, move on. Um, they were fantastic. Nine Giant. Um, <laughs> I mean, they know Brian there because, you know, he lives down there, but Brittany would go down there, like, asking questions, all kinds yeah. of stuff. It was like, they're like, who's this little, like, you know, five, five, two, like, brunettes running in, like, asking all these questions. I mean, that's the other unique thing, too, I think, is like, we're really a diverse, uh, kind of weird crew that we've got here. We don't really, I don't know how I, we, like I said, I don't know how we survived so long. We haven't killed each other. Let's, and, let's go down that rabbit hole of yeah. diversity just for a minute sure. because, um, I, it bothers me a lot when you get um, people who write about breweries and tout the diversity of those breweries when it's not the facts that exist in a city like Cincinnati. When you, uh, well, I'll put it out there. So, um, when 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 news outlets say that a brewery is the first minority-owned brewery in Cincinnati. It's going to be a census spot. Right, right. (laughs) And the weird thing is, is like he's on the news as the owner of the brewery before all of them. But even, (laughs) and and even before you guys, yeah, Queen City, you know. Yeah. It bothers me. Those guys were really cool So, so much. And at the same time, like I, I don't write articles like that because I don't think the color of your skin or somebody else's skin should be what we talk about about a brewery i think that that, that it, it's important and yeah. it's 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 yeah. it's so difficult but um but man it pisses me off when people don't do their research and just write these talking points that somebody else has put out there for them so uh, brian jackson esoteric has been nothing but yeah, they're, they're fantastic people. And he and I so, talked about this while it was going on. So I, you know, just for a second, yep. I I had COVID last month. Mm. It was miserable. I was, I felt like I was dying. I was locked in my basement away from my family. And they dropped off a growler of their double IPA on my front porch. Nice. <laughs> um, my my four-year-old answered the door in her underwear and picked it up. And that was fun. And they are amazing people over there. Not just because they gave me a growler of double IPA, but um, they are. <laughs> you know, I have, I have nothing against esoteric. I am so pissed off about every news article that was written about them being the first it just it, yeah. it you know I don't know I, I think they changed it to Cincy proper sure and and, and, and whatever and he and I like we we were gonna do um, a collaboration beer for Black History Month we had talked about it and then he had some things go on and we did we kept missing each other and uh, you know went down there a couple of times and just tried his beer and he you know walked through the operation it's a great great guy and, yeah. and, and you know and, and super the, we'll super do, good we'll guy something together I said we'll figure out something to. Uh, you know, maybe it's next February. I don't know. We'll we'll do something together. And right. I, I I like that whole uh, uh, one of the things I took on. I guess he wouldn't know this was um, Fibonacci contacted me about being on the diversity inclusion committee for the Ohio Crip. And I, I said yes, of course. Right. I'm not going to turn that down. And and j- just for the benefit of everybody else, I think. If, right. If the exposure to of craft beer to uh, the African American community will get them 
drinking more because I, I, I've probably been to every brewery in this area. I mean, depending on where you are, you know, um, is the crowd diverse? Yeah, no, not really. it, See, that's like something that I don't have to experience as right. a middle-aged white right. guy. Right. You know, right. I, I walk in and I'm, everybody always looks like me when I right. walk in there and I always feel comfortable. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I know that that's not the case for everybody. Never uncomfortable. Every place I go and, and, and everybody's overly friendly and, and, you know, um, you know, just want to sit and talk crap beer. And, and I, I really haven't. I mean, but to go and see others like me there are masses. We probably do. I know he's, he's a big, because of where he is location-wise. But, you know, Lincoln, a lot of the folks in Lincoln Heights and, and Lachlan and even Wyoming, I can come in. Like, they, you know, there's a big, we got a, some regular African-American families that right. come here to drink beer twice a month, three times a month. Um, and that's, you know, we, we want everybody. We don't care, like. Come on in. Beer, beer. What can we do as craft beer drinkers to make craft beer more inclusive? That's a big that's question. A question. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to uh, I take it upon myself to introduce it to uh, my friends who aren't into craft beer. Like, but if you're drinking beer. So one of the things we've done here is the last couple years, um, the Lincoln Heights Peewee teams have, you know, come in. And I'm allowed to do this. So I kind of gauge, like, okay, so the parents drink beer. And I'm like, okay, I want to see what they're drinking. So one, they're from Lincoln Heights. They're drinking a Lincoln Heights. Like, that beer could taste like, (laughs) but it doesn't. It's good beer. It's called Lincoln Heights. They're going to drink it. That's how it goes. And and, and, uh, um, I I should drink one while you're talking about it. Yeah, there you go. There you have it. So, uh, and I've already drank three of them. It just—I mean—I think it's once they see it, they'll drink it. Like, it, and you know, uh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like everybody. I think we're finally moving away. I know when we first opened, um, you know, people come in. It's like, well, you got like that's a Bud Light or right. Bud Wise. Yeah. Like people, I mean, that's their experience. That's, what's that's around, where the right stuff the, came from. Yeah. We try to keep our price point somewhere. In, I mean, we always have to mark up a little bit. That's the cost. We try to keep our price point of what you would get in a normal bar, whether it be like Budweiser or Bud Light. Right. You know, like, but at the same time, it's, you know, we, we definitely want to expose. I think it's also breaking down that this isn't like, you know, it's some, not a, it's, it's not, not, a not like, bar. A, it's not like, it's not no. a bar. It's no. not a, um, you know, craft brewing isn't just for hipsters and tight pants with no. unkempt beers. It's like, there's a lot of stuff behind it. There's a lot of science behind it. There's, there's something for everybody. It's right. like, you know, and I, I think maybe even like just bringing out more of the, this space as well. Hey, we can do a lot of charity work. We can use it. This is a good meeting place too. It's like because you know, beer halls. This is that's where like Cincinnati's got its start. And so it's like, why can't we do that in Lincoln Heights too? Like this community's finally kind of like I, I want to say it was ever down, but it, I mean, like let's be honest, like lost a lot of industry. Yeah, they, they, they lost sure. a ton of industry and. It, I, and you mentioned like Rivertown and no, there's no offense. Those guys have been supportive of like no other. And I've got nothing against them. You know, like I, I hear from people that they were really crushed um, when, when we, we can't, when they, when they left. The hard part too with Rivertown and I'll, I'll call them out. I, I, when they, when they left Lachlan, they went to Monroe. 
they said that they were going to try to keep this place open. And if you can't, you can't. And I, I know that there's lots of issues behind all of that of why they couldn't. And we won't get into that on the show. If you catch me in a tap room, we can have a really long conversation <laughs> about it. But, um, you know, it broke people's hearts. This tap room meant something yep. to people. And that's, you know, it's not that, not that Rivertown Monroe or, you know, Mad Tree 2.0 or any of these big kind of expansion places not that they're not important to people but they're 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 different it's not people don't love and I'll, I'll use Mad Tree as an example not to throw Rivertown on the bus Mad Tree 2.0 people don't love that uh, the same way that they loved 1.0 it, it doesn't mean the same thing to people it's it's great it's fantastic and I love I love who they are today but it's not it's not the same. There, no. there are people that their hearts are broken, and they're just a couple miles down the road. <laughs> so, so I think we've worked hard here to to be inclusive of everybody around here. Like I, I would love nothing else than to call Rob up and say, you know what? It was Saturday. A hundred people came through, and ninety five were from Lachlan, Wyoming, Reading, and and Wyoming, uh, Wyoming, Reading, Lachlan, and who am I missing here? And, and Woodlawn. Right. You know, uh, in Lincoln Heights. Like, I, I want to say, uh, uh, and, and the guys from Lincoln Heights, at Lincoln Heights uh, Development, or Lincoln Heights Movement, when we first opened, they were here every Saturday. Like, they, you know, they did their meetings over in that room. Right. Nothing casual. They drank our beer. They, they're real supportive, you know. And, and during COVID, they're like, hey, when can I fill a growler? You know, and, and um, when that comes back, they'll be back in here twofold. I mean, it's, you know... Uh, there's been a church service in here on a Sunday. You know, he called me and he's like, can I come in on a Sunday? And I'm like, yeah, like I got stuff to do anyway. And, it, you know, he had his 30 parishioners in here. He did his thing. He set up and, you know, yeah. he, you know, and it, they ended, they drank a couple of beers and, and they left. And it wasn't really even about just being supportive. Like right. we have the space. You're here all the community. time. You spend money on it. Right. right. Part of the community. And I want to be. And we're starting to grow a little bit with the, um, um, the folks in Lachlan. I'm starting to meet the families. You know, because I even thought when this all happened, hard to leave P Ridge, but uh, I man, I moved to Lachlan, so I'm closer to, you know, and I can get my neighbors in. You know, but I managed to do that from Pleasant Ridge, you know? Right. I can't tell you how many drop-off growlers I've done. <laughs> I they'd leave them on my porch. <laughs> give me the four locks. I'll Venmo you some money. Give me the, give me the Lincoln Heights. And, and, and you know, like, we don't want to come out of the house, especially during COVID. Right. I have, like, Ten growlers on my porch. I'm like, okay, <laughs> and that, that's fine. I'm like, if that's what it takes to, you know, and, and, and it kind of should be that way. You it's, know, it, it's it's isn't that the right way to be? Like, it's you know, it should. It's yeah, you it's, know, we've we've like you guys have you guys are growing up in just the worst time for yeah. craft beer, and like it. I'm I'm happy to see that you guys are fighting through it, and the, you know, I just yeah. I just hope we're close to the end of it. I. Uh, I, I feel I feel like once people figure out what this is, yeah. um, people are going to latch onto it. It 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 almost um, it almost kind of calls back to a, uh, a time in craft breweries where it was a little a little different than it is now. You 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 walk in and it just feels feels like a like a brewery so, like it's so not it's not a restaurant that also makes beer it's not a right, right. so I, I think 
before right before I even knew Rob, my my Sunday thing was to go and visit the new brewery, right? You know, and have a couple beers, measure the atmosphere, and I said, "There's nothing cooler than going to a place and and somebody able to tell you the story behind a beer, you know, how it was made, or when it was made, or what mistake happened, or you had one bad batch of it, or or whatever." And and um, that's how I found Queen City. That's how I uh, found a few places like that. I mean, it's just kind of you know measuring that stuff out, and then you know going into it and I mean, I think it's a cool setting. So, like a Saturday in here is actually right now, because people are starting to come a little bit. It's pretty cool. I was telling him the other day, like that's when you get the folks from Westchester driving down, right. and and, right. and you know they they go here and go to Third Eye or go to Third Eye and come here, whatever, and try both beers. And you know we got a decent offering now, and uh, you know it's going to grow. And and they come in and have a few beers, they talk, they just want to talk shop, and and they go, you know, and it's right. it's uh, you know from as far away as I think I had a, I can't think of the name of the brewery. They were from Indiana. They owned a brewery. And they drove all the way over here to come here. This, this, this is the only brewery they came to. They drove there from Indiana. Like, yeah, we heard such and such and such would have come and support. About 10 of them just showed up on a Saturday. For That's fine. Like, like uh, uh, Fort, uh, Fort Worth? No, not Fort Worth. Fort Wayne. Fort oh, Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. Drove down just to come here. And they're like, I'm like, hey, hit a couple of the spots right there. We're going to drink here. They hung here all day. Yeah. Drank a little food made. And it was cool. That's you know? fun. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be about, though. Like, it's supposed to be about getting out and supporting people around you that have small businesses. And just, yep. you know, I, we will get back to that world where that is yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. It, it's better. <laughs> and, I, you know, I don't mean to interrupt and jump in, but, you know, yeah. like, it's kind of funny you talk about. Like what I love about this space and what I love about it is the fact that it's like it's bare bones. Yeah. Like our okay. operation is bare bones. Like we don't have all the merchandise. We don't have like you know, we don't have like a whole kitchen set up. Like we're here about beer. Yeah. Right. We're here about meeting people, chilling out and enjoying like a lazy you know, we've got a cool room where you can sit on couches, draw on the wall, um, play games. You know, when we get the space fixed up again, you know, cornhole. Like, if you want to have a wedding here, dinner here, like, this is a good place. No, nobody's going to bother you. There's plenty of parking. Right. Um, like, I, you know, I remember, I mean, our tables are homemade. It's, yeah, they're not as cool as uh, old doors. But <laughs> I'm not, shout out to Patreon. That, that was like the coolest. That was like the cool thing about it. It's, right. It all had like its unique, you know, like shoestring feature. And like, it's awesome that they've been able to turn what they've been able to do. And, you know, I think everybody kind of hopes to do that, but it's always like a balance of trying to maintain that local cool sure, craft brewery yeah. versus, hey, you know, this is also a business, like trying to balance those things. I just hope regardless of how we are, we're always able to kind of maintain that feel of, you know, it won't be imposing to anybody. It won't be, um, it, it, it won't feel like it's, like people will feel like outsiders. Right. I don't think any of those places are like that. If anything, I would see like a ton of different people in all of them. I feel like I, I feel that way, and maybe it's maybe it's kind of a hopeful feeling when I walk in places that I feel like every place yeah. is just so comfortable and so welcoming, and like we, as a community, are doing a good job of trying to create those spaces that are that are like that. And I, Cincinnati does do that. I, I like that's the thing I love about it here. Um, this town, I think, is surprisingly. Inclusive, right? Because it's got a lot of different people, 
it's um yeah like you know in all those different places i just see a ton of different i always have fun going to them because it's just you talk to different people all the time that's the biggest thing that i miss out of all of this covid bullshit is that like that experience of just going and sitting at a bar and you never know who that person sitting next to you is going to be and like just yeah. that conversation. Right. I, I miss that so much of, you know, like it's probably going to be somebody that's very different than you. Yeah. And like yeah. having having those conversations around a beer and just shooting the shit, like I, I miss that so much. And we've we've lost that in the last, you know, year. So I think in the next six months, you'll, you'll see a, as folks are getting their shots and feel more comfortable. Uh, I was talking about this to somebody the other day. It was about people coming in here and it's, well, we got a, I'm not going to name the bar, but he was keeping one half of the bar uh, with no patrons. And he's like, I feel comfortable spacing them out, but the community I'm in, right. I, I know they're going to call me out. You know, you can't you can't get back on social media, you know? But right. Oh, yeah. They just yell and scream. But I was like, I think most people that are out are pretty comfortable coming out. Right. You know, they're, they're not coming in, running in without masks and whatnot, but they're, they're comfortable coming out, sitting down, taking their mask off, having some beers talking with you for a couple minutes um i I think that's gonna i think for everybody the next three months should be pretty good yeah Uh, i think um, so uh, and then coming in the fall and hopefully in the fall we get football with some fans and 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 you know things that get people excited and 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 you know it works out for everybody right we sell some beer uh they drink some beer you know they (laughs) watch football and you know it's it's i think coming back like this this past uh, this past fall was just tough when the numbers went up and some people believe things and others well, don't, you know, and it's, it's, it's so... It was hard for everybody because we thought that that was the end of it. Like, yeah. we thought we were headed towards something else yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, numbers are up. You know, people yeah. just like, I mean, it was, I, I'd almost say September 1st. Our, our, the night and day from August to September, you know, was just crazy. Yeah. And, and then it, kind of stayed there and, oh we got a vaccination people got a little comfortable kind of start coming hanging right. out a little bit and you know still not on the scale they were in august but right. still hanging out a little bit so um we'll get back there we'll get there and it's not soon enough but let's talk about a couple more beers okay. yeah. and as we wrap things up so uh coffee stout right. uh branch hill yep. is what, so tell me about this beer so the the coffee stat the coffee came from Branch Hill. When the initial recipe was done, uh, I didn't really think I needed coffee in it, and I was going to use Bacharazzo there. They didn't have any uh, uh, cold brew, right. and I, everybody else uses theirs. Uh, Branch Hill, there was a relationship we had there, and come to find out, the owner at the time. I graduated with his wife. She worked there as well, and it worked out. It's, it's a, I think it's a good coffee stout. It doesn't drink the 8.3 it is. Um, it also doesn't smack you over the back coffee. of the head with the coffee. Like, it's so, so, really yeah. well balanced. So what we wanted to do was not have a cup of coffee. Right. I want a beer with a coffee, you know, a, a little coffee scent to it. Very similar to the old... Uh, 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 one, I was a big fan of the Han Solo the wood burner. Yeah. I thought it was a, a, a perfect coffee block. So, uh, but obviously that being a stout, but just enough coffee to say, okay, it tastes like, and I don't drink coffee, but I just want that little coffee bite and a, a good beer on it. You know, and I think we did that with this. So 
that's awesome. Like I. Wait, awesome that he doesn't drink coffee? Like, no, what is no. This? The, this is the, the beer itself is awesome. <laughs> like, I, a beer like this, I'm always curious. Like, if you didn't tell me there was coffee in it, like, right now drinking it, would I be able to tell you there is coffee added? Or would I, you know, be like, yeah, I get something in here and I just yeah. can't. There's some kind of roasty thing. I mean, that's awesome. So, it, it, and just for the pointer fact, there's probably, we had more, it's probably, uh, a gallon and a quarter of coffee in there. That's it. You know, that, that's all. Really, really good. Yeah. So it, it, it really didn't, you know, thought about not actually adding anything. And then right. put something in it for name reasons. I'm going to fake it, you know. Put something in it for name reasons. We came up with it. They gave us all this coffee. We ended up pouring it all out. <laughs> we didn't need it. I'm like, okay, that'd be too strong. Like, right. And I think it came out just right. I that's think it's, it's, I think the, the, the best part of it, it snuck up on people in here. Um, because it doesn't drink to the 8.3. No, I, I no, it doesn't. I, I don't know. Even, you know, with the box being 8.8, .8, I don't think it drinks to that. Like, a couple of them, you're going to feel it, but it doesn't taste it when you drink it. You know, unlike uh, some uh, barrel stout things where you're like, okay, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, KBS, good beer, but you take it and say, okay, one of these, I'm sleeping. Just, just need, you know, right, you know, right. six ounces, <laughs> that's all I need all night. Right, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll sip right, on this all night long. Good, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Ez. Okay. So doing a Bach beer is a little bit risky because there are so many Bach beers in this city and they're fantastic and people tend to only like to drink them for a month. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's true. Very true. So. so it's a little risky to, to come out there and say, we're going to do a Bach. Um, you guys knocked it out of the park though. Thank so you. it's it's a we we talked about it earlier. It's 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 an absolutely fantastic bock. It is sweet, but not over the top with the sweetness. You can still put them yeah. back way quicker than you probably should right. at eight. Right. What eight 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 eight? Yeah, it's man, it's it's right right in that wheelhouse of what I want a bock to be. You know, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. It, it it's uh, you know, it, 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 I'll, I'll credit Nick. You know, he put together a recipe, and we look at things. And while we're brewing, we may, we can't take away, but we may add. Right. Hey, I don't like the color. I don't like this. And, right. You know, we, we may toy with it a little bit. Like, I'll grab this, and, you know, a handful of that, get, get the, I think it was the four locks we ran through that. But I'm like, that's too light. Like, if it's running, you know, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't like the color of that. I'm like, we, we got to darken that up a hair. You know, get a little gold. Right. We, you know, we just kind of see what saw what we had. Like, okay, a couple handfuls of this in there. <laughs> And it, you know, it worked out. And, right. and the, the, the Bach, I think, I'm not going to go with the amount of ingredients in that thing. <laughs> it's, it's a... I'll a, go there. I saw. It, right, right. it was the, the pot boiling over. I mean, it was, you could barely stir it. And it, it turned out, you know, like I said, when your brewer has attention to detail, I mean, it, I think it turned out excellent how we wanted it. I agree 100%. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. fantastic beer. So, I mean, I think the other thing, too, to Nick's credit, too, the reason we haven't moved to a lot of experimental stuff yet is because he's such a fine, he's so attention, attentive to detail and like a perfectionist. I'm like, dude, we need to get this out. Like, just, just <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, there's always a balance to that. And 
The other thing you asked, like one of the difficulties is the social media thing, like, you know, a bad review on Yelp or a bad review on Google, or, you know, things that are like Fuck out of Yelp. Your- Let's just say it. I mean, it's stupid. because, you know, they'll hear me and we'll get banned. And- I'll but- say it. No. No, it's not. No. Uh- we love Yelp. Please don't, you know, remove it. Oh. Um- <laughs> Just remove the bad review. No, like, I mean, we've only had one. Like, but that's the problem is like on those types of things, especially if you're a smaller place and we don't have as many like nerds who go out there. And, it can like, make a write difference. Yelp or Untapped or whatever it is. Yeah. Like so, a bad like, review can make a difference. I mean, like this is what it is. This is, it, you know, we try different things and, you know, we're trying to appeal to everybody. And it's like, well, dude, give us a break. I, yeah. I don't think you can. I think you can make a good staple of beers. And, and I, I remember you coming in on a Saturday. I think Nick was here yeah. coming in. I was leaving. We were talking about the Bach. We were having issues with the, uh, we were trying to get the um, um, the gla- black hole. It wasn't working right, right. something. And we had a discussion. And, you know, and I said, you have a good gamut of beers. And you just kind of add to, take from, yep. you know. Um, <laughs> I think people will keep coming and keep drinking. You know, I, th- I think I, you have to try to go crazy. I think you need three beers yeah. that are good. Yeah, you need something light, something amber, middle of the road, and you need something dark and heavy for right. people. Right. If you have those three, yeah, and you can just keep cranking those out, then you can start to add yeah. the other stuff. As yeah. long as you have like the that, no, that the Yelp spectrum. Nerds, the Yelp nerds said we need to have at least five. <laughs> Fuck Yelp. We only had three. Say it again. Unless, Starting, and they were like, you want to sponsor critic- the show, Yelp? Then yeah. we love yeah, you. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but my, we didn't say anything. Please don't, you know, right? Right. But yeah. I mean, like, you know, we, we make jokes about it, but like, that's the frustration. And I feel bad because Nick is making like an amazing product. People love it. I've only yeah. heard good things about all this stuff. Somebody say something bad about it? I'm like, dude, I'm like a thousand miles yeah. away right now. There, like, I don't, what are you talking about? Oh, he was ready to fight somebody. Like there are, yeah, yeah. He was, he was there are some people within an organization that have to stay away from Yelp and Untapped <laughs> and things like that. And you, that's that's your guys' role to keep them away from it. So just I've, just have them ignore it because it doesn't too, yeah. it doesn't it really doesn't mean and anything. Look, well, I've gotten on him about this. So we live in a different time where people have. Everybody has a voice. Everybody's got a very loud they, they, voice. They don't have to answer to it, though. Right. You know, they can just say it, throw you under the mud. You know, uh, um, I was explaining that to my son, who who, who was like, I walk in one day, didn't have a mask on. I'm like, you got to have your mask on. But one day, there's going to be one person walking yeah. that door, and they're going, oh, they don't wear a mask over it. You know, and it's like, have it on, you know, gauge your audience. I said, sit six feet away. You know, pull it down and talk. I don't like talking with it on either. I'm like, it's right. hard to, to be to do what a bartender does. And I'm right. like, I get that. And I said, but you get people that will attack and, you know, just, just to take. So I, I, I recently had a bad experience. I'm not going to say the restaurant. And after. It was Applebee's. Are there any left? <laughs> we still have. I live in Fairfield. We, we still have one. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, I assume they're open. Yeah, yeah that might be the only one. So, so and I had a bad experience and. Man, six it, weeks it later, the manager reached probably out. wasn't Applebee's guys. I just picked a restaurant that yeah. sometimes yeah. sucks. It wasn't no. um, Applebee's. We love Applebee's. If you want to sponsor the show, please. Uh. So I get a call from a general manager from the area six weeks later. You know, and and, and um, we had a conversation, and I'm like, yeah, this and this and this, happened. and I don't complain much. Right. And he went, well, you know what? Next time you come in, I'll buy you an appetizer. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Keep your appetizer. I'm not asking you for you know right. the, the the ceiling here. I said, keep your appetizer, and I'll spend my money in another restaurant. Like I, I'm, I'm good. I, and I told him, I said, when I get on, 
social media or anything uh, public and talk bad about you. I'm not going right. to do that. You know, I'll call somebody first to address it because that's how you do things, right? Right. Right. You're, you're somebody like what you did. They call your boss. They have a conversation with you. Your boss talks to you. That's how things are done. You right. don't get on and just blast, and especially when it's you're not 100% factual. Right. You know, and, and it's kind of. He'll already go. I ain't got time for that. Like just. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I, I, the, 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 well, it was one yeah. person, okay. and here's the issue: it's like you do try to be responsive, and even the people who crap on you, you got to be like. So we had a. Response. You don't have to. You don't have to, but I want to show that we care, and it, it means a lot to me because you know people see that, and the community that he was in would potentially see it, and I explained to him because he was upset about the plastic cup, and he was upset about having to wear a mask, and I'm like, dude. The law. This is what right. we have to welcome, do. Welcome to this is the how world we keep we're open. In. Welcome to 2020, 2021. Yeah. Well, he's like, it's bullshit they give it in the and I'm like It is. You know, it's it a, is bullshit. We agree with you. It's a former veteran. Yeah, so it was a veteran too. So I reached out because he had reached yeah. Brian doesn't know, he reached out to me as well and I got it. But you know, he, he blasts that out and I'm like, look, man. But I mean it's a good time to put a message out there that says, hey. You know, we're supportive of being safe. We're supportive of safety measures, regardless of whether you think this works. You know what? It makes people feel comfortable. We're trying to be inclusive here, and we'll do... You know what? Just take your beer out. Move move six feet away. There's plenty of... There's 6,000 square feet here. You're doing your best. Yeah, we're trying, man. That's the the important part to me, is that... I mean, it's the beauty of this space. It's like, you know, when people call me about music trivia or something, I'm like, look, when this is all done, like... I'll sit, go sit you in the corner if you want to sit in the corner. Like, you don't have to sit around anybody. Right. But I'm finding that people that want to be that far removed aren't coming out. Right. Like they're not going to restaurants. They're not going to... I have a few neighbors, a little bit older. They're like, yeah, we haven't been anywhere. Like, we haven't gotten... It's fine. You know, when, so, I, when I'm walking a dog and I talk to them, they're, you know, across the street or something. But that's fine. That's, you know, I get it. I understand that. So, uh, and I want to make everybody happy. I want somebody to come here and have a great experience. And, and, and they come back to the people, the beer, you know, and, and that's when you get to repeat stuff. Right. And it, it, to think that everybody's going to come in here and like our beer is just unrealistic. Yeah. You know, there, there's certain breweries I can mention that I won't, that I go and I don't have anything I like. It doesn't mean right. it's a bad spot. You know, it might be a great spot, you know, but I'm like, I just don't like their beer. Right. Just follow the golden rule. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. <laughs> well, it's like golden rule 2.0. You know, like, you well, know. Well, well, reach out to you directly. Don't put it out to the world. Yeah. You have a, maybe there's an explanation for that, you know? But if you walk into a brewery and you don't like any of their beer, like that's that shouldn't be a slight against the brewery. No, that should like just be beer. like, you just but didn't it's just like, like the stuff they had. Like that wasn't but, I mean, the like, beer you wanted to drink. It should be any small business that's out there. Like, you know, be nice. If you have a criticism, be constructive about it. Don't blast it out to the world. I mean, maybe the world would just be a little bit better place. Do we have to call out every single person for every yeah, little thing? Can, right? Don't be an asshole. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the, Simple. should be the guiding principle for everybody in 2021. This is what we should do. I mean, I'm going to be an we asshole hang to Brian out. all the time. Right. <laughs> we so should. I'm going to do it in private. <laughs> I'm not going to do we it should. on Twitter or Instagram, whatever the hell we got. I don't even know. <laughs> We'll call it uh we'll call it uh shit brew talk. Oh wait, that sounds disgusting. We'll work on the name. I like the idea. Uh,
Maybe we'll have you come and host it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so as we wrap up, um, big question. Answer it the best you can. How big is too big for where you guys see this going? Because where you're at right now is is not big. And I think that's Correct. part of the charm of what makes this. Right. What, what makes people fall in love with this now. You want it to get bigger. How big is too big? So when a customer walks in and doesn't feel that they know the staff, that uh, the quality of what they're getting, um, or welcome, or doesn't feel like part of the part of the family or the environment. Right. right. That's too big. Uh, uh, when you're just in for an experience, so and I I don't think he let a lot out of the bag, and I'm not going to either. But there's there's some things taking place and um, that we're working on that I'm excited about, and uh, it, it, it'll kind of bring our beer to the masses under right. control. You know, I I, I want to put out quality beer. Right as much as possible all the time. I know everybody's not going to like everything you make, but I want to put out quality beer um, as much as possible, keep people happy, keep them coming back. So there are things going. So is there a too big? Uh, I have a reference point to that, but I don't want to start naming breweries and things like that. I just, uh, you know, I, I like the... We've all got that place in our head right. that is, for us, at one point became too big and yeah. like, oh, this doesn't feel well, the way I want it to feel. Experience. Yeah. My, my yeah. experience. Right. Or, uh, and, and that's no knock. Good for that. Like I'm hats off. I'm, you know, but I'd like to keep it where we're where we're um you can come in here and have a conversation with me. Right. You know, and every now and then I'm gonna pour beer for you. Right. You know, I wanna be in that light. So 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 we got some things that we're working on. Um we'll see over the next three to four months, what happens, and uh, 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 and, and all of that in, includes us being here. Right. Uh, so it's it's uh, uh, no change like that where we're just, you know, nothing like that. But uh, we're working on some things to kind of get out to be a little bit expansive and, 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 you know, just be to grow our community, you know. I want folks to come in here, enjoy the beer, enjoy the experience, the environment, and, and uh, hopefully the good staff, nice staff, right. you know. I mean, to me, I don't think it's necessarily the size that's the problem. It's the character of the place. That sure. And, you know, like, I mean, look, you can be huge, but the owner's there every day or an owner is there every day. And it's like, you know, he's interacting with the crowd. It's extremely hello. valid. I think, like, that's great. I, I just think it's what, really what you want to be. I mean, like, look, if you want to go be corporate brewing and you want to distribute to all the states, there are. And that's what you're, that's what you're building to, and that's going to be your identity. Yeah. More power to you. Or maybe you don't know. And that's how you do grow and that's what you end up becoming. I don't think that's I don't think that's a, a I don't think that's a bad thing. I it's not think, a it's not a bad thing. It's not what I, I got mean, in the industry. Uh, I you guys you guys also have like a really great brand here. Yeah. That could be that. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. It's like what is our vision? Is our vision to you know, grow really big and sell out, or is it? Hey, we want to stay in the community. We want to eventually make a profit, and we want, or at least be sustainable. Right. right. We'll go for sustainable. Right. Um, but I mean, we're actually a lot closer than I thought we would be, and I, I think we can do a lot. And it's just, you know, it's about what you want to do and how much 
control you want to yeah, suck at this. <laughs> um, it's all about how much. This is why I told you be here and like sure enough, freaking late. I turned heat on, man. Whatever. No, I called you. Yeah, I told you earlier this afternoon. Okay. Yeah, I don't answer the phone. No, I told you when you were here physically. <laughs> you know, I don't answer the phone. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, but I, I mean, it's all about a vision of what you want to be in. Like our vision for here was pretty clear, and we had. An informal mission statement is we want to be a place in the community. We want like, I remember when we first opened, they're like talking about how disappointed, uh, you know, people gave their heart and soul to this place. Right. And I want to do everything possible to stay here and be a part of it. And like, that's, that's our goal so, is like to be able to keep here, keep things going. You know, if we do a tap room in another place, that's awesome. Or you do another place. That's awesome. Like just to expand your brand, right? but like not to, I'm not gonna vacate lot. Right. That's okay. the that's the idea. Is we're trying not to abandon. Yeah. So the ideal situation would be to be here, be strong, and long enough to draw other people here. Yeah. Uh, right. To make it. And I mean, I, I don't know if Lock is gonna come to that. Where it's the next. You know, some of these communities are just like. I, I saw the apartment prices over Madison. I love that. <laughs> and somebody handed me that price sheet. I'm like, damn. I'm like, oh, crap for what? And I love Madison. Good, good community. Good, good families. Good, you know. But I'm like, come on now, like, wow. I mean, you know, Oakley ten years ago. I'm old enough to remember that. But uh, uh, before it started, it it just took right. off. Like that was not the Oakley I grew up around. Like right. hell no. But uh, if we could be the, the 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 catalyst behind that in this area, I'd love that. Like right. I would, you know, to a point where uh, some of the things they don't have here in the village of Lockwood, and that. I think we need to sustain and grow once we get to where, and I think we're almost there because we got the brewer situation squared away, um, right. where some of the things to build a community and, and to attract businesses or to uh, residents, I think <laughs> approaching them and like, hey, let's do this, this, and this. You know, and then COVID happened and that slows it down. But I'm right. like, hey, let's try this and a business association and you know, GE's still right there, you know, and, and, and some other, just a couple other places. It's not going anywhere. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was another challenge, too. Like, remember all the construction, like, people couldn't oh. get around here. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. it's, like, simple to get here. It's like, yeah. so we should be capital. Like, the problem is we, we have to figure a way to capitalize on that. But I think your question's kind of backwards. It's not that what's too big. It's, like, what's big enough and what's right for you. And for us, it's like, hey, we're generous. Our business is self-sustaining where we're going to generate other business for other business yeah right because that'll yeah. bring more stuff here yeah. that's yeah. where we want to get to yeah. and you know we've got the space to do it we've got the people who are here ready to run it it's just you know we just gotta get there where other people see the investment value in this area and i think it's there it's just people I think it's coming yeah it, i think it's coming it's just not here yet it, it's coming though. it it's, takes all of us to come out here have a beer Make your own opinion. If you don't like it, that's fine and that that's valid. But come out here and have a beer and make that decision. Yeah. Don't but don't also, take what other people have. But check out told the community you around it. Like the awesome thing is, like, hey, dude from Indiana, come here. It's like, oh yeah. crap, where is are we? And they see all this like cool little downtown area in Lachlan. Yeah. It's like, well, there's vacant yeah. spaces. Holy crap, right. we could do a lot right there. Yeah. It's cheap. Right. You could open a restaurant Reddick there. Right there. There's one on the corner. That I don't know if she's still there. When when I was painting this place and doing things, I, I just started like uh, uh, bri Bridal Road. 
I ate there, yeah. ate lunch, breakfast, dinner, like I was there, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm like, there's some cool new spots here. Like, there's a yeah. place with some chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm like, she didn't have good parking. But, you know, once we went in, I'm like, a soul food place. I'm like, I didn't know this place was here. I'd have been driving from Pleasant Ridge over here to get this. Like, right. you know, once, once a month or whatever. And I said, we can all kind of... You know, bridge off each other and, and become a, a attractive spot, you know, or a, a destination area, you know, outside of the wedding distance stuff. <laughs> um, you know, and, and they come in a little bit. We started to get a little bit of, we're not going to get a group of girls in here, one beer, and, you know, uh, right. the, one, the one headed down that, that, that uh, lonely hole of marriage. I'm a single guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I, I won't make any comments. I love my, I love my wife. I love my children. It's, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm this, I feel my, like this is not my conversation. <laughs> um, what do you guys want people to know about Cincy Brewing Company that you think they don't know today? We have diverse ownership. Um, we're vet owned. We we make good beer. We make our, it here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We make our beer here. That's. I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, did people know we make our beer here? It's a thing. It's a yeah, thing. Well, there's, there's other breweries for you to worry about not making our own beer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, I, and if somebody wants to come out here, we'll, we'll show work, them. Work, I will <laughs> yeah. Show them where I brew. Like, if they want to come and help, yeah, well, right, right. You know, we let people I participate. Take labor. <laughs> I take free labor all day long. Yes, sign a waiver. <laughs> I take free labor. Like, uh, so yeah, we're we're uh, we're gonna be friendly. Staff can be friendly. The, the beer offerings, are, I think, are plentiful, and and that that's going to grow. Uh, will we get to something crazy like twenty taps now? Now, but we've always had eight to ten good beers on tap for you to drink. So, um, and, and we'll keep working at it. You know, things we, we not everything's going to be perfect, but we'll keep working at making. I have confidence in our brewer that we can make solid beers, and and you know that we'll grow. As we, you know, we'll grow on. I st- I stand behind what you guys are doing right now. So Thank that you. it's it's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, like the last thing I would say is be open minded. Like yeah. come back, come here, but keep coming back because not only are you gonna get good beer, but it's only gonna get better over time. Because yeah, that's that's, right. we're always working to improve our stuff. Like we're not gonna leave something that's like we're gonna put something good out. But if we can make it better, we're gonna make it way yeah. better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Our brewers in the. I think some brewers want to get overly creative, and, and that's fine. I, and sometimes you knock it out when you do that. Uh, I think our brewer is working on making whatever he makes now better the next time he makes it. That, that is his. He is. It's, I don't know how much he's doing. He's a. That's the way it should be. He's a pilot. He plays rugby. He's a paramedic. Yeah. I, I mean, he's just. You know, that's who he is. Like, and, and we love that. So, you know, it's it's only going to get better. Just get out here, have a beer. Yeah. Like, that's... What else to say about... Like, just get out here, have a beer, and make up your own mind. Like, just try, try what's going on, and um, I, I think you're going to be happy. This... this what is going on here is exactly what should be happening at a craft brewery. You guys are you guys are right on track. I love it. I, I, I think it's great. Uh, Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I missed the uh, the post on the music, so I'll fix that later. <laughs> Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs>